0: Shalom, Hey, today is Daf Discusses. And Almona collecting from the Nechsei Yisoyimim. How we make Almonas swear? Or are we able to make them swear outside of Bezdin? Um, what, some stories of Almonas that were rejected, that were not allowed to collect their ksuba? Is the Almona allowed to make a neder to get back ksuba once she remarries? And when doing HaFaras Nadarim or Hataras Nadarim with a Chacham, how much of the nether needs to be specified? Would, you know, the new mission that tells us that an Almona is not allowed to collect from the Yasaimim's Nechasim unless she swears. But at some point, the Ba'ti B- Gidim stopped wanting to make her swear. So, when Lila Zakin got up and was Mesakin that the, the Yasaimim get her to make some sort of a very intense Neder, not a Shvor, a Neder. And if she makes that enter, then she is allowed to collect from the Nechasim. She can swear that she did not collect her yet, And she gets first dibs before the assignment. Nebuchadnezzar was also mis that Edom need a sign on a get because of taken O'ylam. And Hillel was mis a prusbol because of taken the, the, the Gemara begins discussing the, the first case of our Mishnah with the Almana. The Gemara asks, why is you saying that only an Almana needs to swear in order to collect from Nechse Yosayimim? Anybody needs to swear. When collecting from nechsei yisayim, what's the chiddush of almana? The Gemara answers: I might think that we want to incentivize a woman to get married, and we'll let them know you don't have to swear to collect your ksubah ksuba. Kamash melon that even women need to swear. Now, why were the batei dinim hesitant to let women make a shvua to collect their ksuba from the So the Gemara says: Well, maybe it's because of what Rav Kahana Rabbi Yehuda Marav said that there was a certain person, an individual, who gave a picodon to an almona. He gave her a, a golden dinar and she kept it in her flour jar. She accidentally baked a loaf of bread with that flour with the gold dinar in it and she gave that dinar to an ani. An ani who, used to, who she supported, who was supported on her. And after a while, this the bal picodon came back to collect his golden dinar and she said... One of my children should uh, be poisoned if I get any hana from your nether. So she made a nether from your dinar. She made a nether that she didn't get any hana from it. Well, a few days later, her son Taka died. And the Chachamim heard this. And they said, this is a woman who swore truthfully she didn't get hana from it. And yet her child still died. If a woman is going to swear falsely. Terrible things will happen. We don't want to make these um, Ammonists swear to get the ksuba. Hence the hesitancy. Now, why Taka was she punished if she said the truth? Well, since she was supposed to be giving a loaf of bread to this honey, because of this golden dinner, she gave a loaf of bread minus the space which the golden dinner took up. So she actually saved a tiny bit of flour over there. Aye, so how can we say that she swore truthfully? If Shitaka did get hana, no, it means that she almost swore truthfully. It was, she was a little bit off. You know, a, tiny, a tiny amount, uh, the amount of the gold nina and the flower. Uh, this, this sounds like a reason why Besdin would not want to require the almanas to swear. But if this was the Makari, then even a Grusha should have to swear. And when we learned that Reb Zaira Mashmal says that while we don't allow the almanas to swear anymore, the Grusha is no problem. When the husband divorces his wife and she wants to collect her xuba, we make her swear. So, why don't we want to make the almonas swear? So, look at my answers that almonas are different? Because since she's working with the assignment and taking care of them, she feels like she sort of deserves the xuba and there's a bigger chance of her swearing falsely. With Gevershin, we don't have that issue. Next of you, Dawmar of Yemiyabar Abomar, he says that Rav and Shmuel both hold that the only place where we're not letting this woman swear is in Bezdin. But you can take her out of Besden and let her swear over there to collect her ksuba. The Gemara says, Really? Both Rab and Shmuel? But Rab holds. A case actually to him and he did not let the Almona collect her ksuba. Why not? If you're saying that he holds, you could just take her outside of Besden and let her swear to collect her ksuba there. Why didn't he do that? And the Gemara says, That's not Kakasha. That's how they learned this sugyu in Surah. But in Aridah, they had the Gemara a little differently. They said there are you and Amar, Shmuel, says that we're, we only don't let the woman swear in Bezdin. Outside of Bezdin, Shmuel holds we can let her swear, but Rav holds that even outside of Bezdin, they, we don't let Amonis swear. And this is Rav Lashitazay who didn't let this Amonah, who came to him, swear outside of Bezdin to get her ksuba. Uh, why didn't Rav let her make a nether, let amunis throw a strong nether at her to clear her, to collect her ksuba? Gemara answers that in Rav's time, people were being frivolous with Nedarim and they weren't reliable. That wouldn't have given her clearance to collect her The Gemara tells us a few stories now. There was a woman who came to Avhuna to collect her Ksuba. And Avhuna said, what am I supposed to do? Rav says that we, that we do not let Amonis collect their Ksuba with a, with a shvua. So the woman said, seriously? I swear! If I got any enough Meksuba, she swore that she didn't get any of her xuba and she still owed that from her husband, from the next assignment So Huna said, you know what, Rav would agree that if you, if you, the Almana, decide to jump ahead and make a shvua, if you're not worried about making a shvua, we're not going to be worried for you to make a shvua." Next, there was someone who came to Rav Barav Huna, and he also told the Salmona, what am I supposed to do? I can't let you collect your xuba Rav said, we don't let our collect their ksuba. And Abba Mari said, The same. We don't, we're not going to let you swear to collect it. So the woman said, Okay, well at least let me get supported from the Nechsey Yisoyimim. If you're not going to give me my ksuba, give me, at least let me get support. So Abba Barahuna said, I'm sorry. Once you claim your ksuba, you can't get mazuinas. Because the only reason you get mazuinas is because you're still there for the cupboard of your deceased husband. But... Once you're looking to collect your k'suba, that means you're ready to get remarried. And you're not here for your husband, you don't get mezoyness either. The woman was flabbergasted and she said, your chair should flip over, something bad should happen to you because you're coming at me double-daggered from both sides and not letting me me get my ksubah or mezoyness. Tamidim, who's, who's heard her say this klala quickly flipped over his chair to try to fulfill the klala, so nothing bad will happen, but... Nevertheless, alti bracha or klala of a and shortly afterwards, Rabbi Baruchuna got sick. He had uh, ailments. Next, review, Huda tells me Yirmiyah, "I know, Rav said that we don't let Almana swear, but I'm saying, despite that, you can let her swear outside of Bezdin. Inside Bezdin, we don't do it. We don't want to do that because there's a chance that the Almana Feel is going to lie because she feels like it's owed to her but outside of Besdin, you could do it and I, in fact I want you to let me know I want word to get around when you actually when this comes up when this Misa actually happens spread the word that she got her Ksuba on a similar note Reb Zeirah says that while we don't let our Monois swear in Bezdin a Grusha a divorced woman can swear to get her Ksuba in Besdin. the Gemara <clears throat> asks, would a nether for a grusha not work? It has to be a shvua. We once had a ma'asa come from Bavel to Eretz Israel. They got their divorce in Eretz Israel. And they sent back that this, this such and such a woman got her get from Achabar Hidya, who is also referred to as mori She swore that she wouldn't get any payers of the world if she had gotten her ksubah, so she made a nether that she didn't get her ksubah. All that she ever got from her husband was a talis, a sefer Tehillim, a sefer Yev, a sefer mishle that were worn out. We evaluated their value to be at five money. So when they get back, when this couple gets back to you, subtract five money from her ksuba and pay her up. You see that a nether would be enough for gevirshin. It doesn't need to be a shvua. Ravashi says. That case was different. That was a special case of a get Yivoma, which actually explains that one of the brothers who their sister-in-law had fallen to for yibum, gave her a get to passel, passel her on the other brothers and she went to go collect her from her original husband. Over there, the nether worked. But a typical gay needs a shavua with the whole saber tire and the candles and the fire and all that scary, spooky stuff. Now, we said that the Rebbe was misakin that, yes, we're not going to Uh, make the Amunah swear in Besdin, but we are going to make her make a nether to get her ksuba. And Ravuna says that's only if she hadn't yet remarried. But once she remarries, she cannot collect her first ksuba even with a nether. Gamar says, why not? Is it you're worried that the husband, her new husband, will be made for her nether? That's not an issue. A husband cannot be made for anything any neder that she made before they got married. The Gemara says that no, 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 we're talking about where she makes the neder before she got remarried. Now she's collecting the ksuba while she's married. Okay, but we still have the khshash that even without the husband, maybe she'll go and be martyr her neder by a chochum. So she'll walk away with the ksuba and no restrictions, no neder. Nah, because we hold that in order to be martyr neder, you have to tell the chochum exactly what the neder was about. And when the chochum hears, that she made this nether to receive her entire ksuba. That's not a nether that he'll be matir. But Rabbi Nachman holds differently. He holds that she's even allowed to collect her ksuba with a nether once she's remarried. The Gemara says, yeah, but the husband's going to be made for it. So why does the nether help at all? No, the Gemara answers that she makes the nether berabim, And if she makes a public nether, the husband can't be made for that. Frek the Gemara. We learned that once this woman remarries, she can collect her ksuba with a neder. It sounds like she's making a neder right now. It's a rioter of Nachman. That even married, a woman can use a neder to collect her But The Gemara says, no, that's not a riot. That was a case where she made the neder before marriage. Before her second marriage. Ah, we have another biser that says that if a woman gets remarried, she can make a neder and collect her ksubo. Also sounds like a rioter of Nachman. The Gemara says, it's actually a is to Some Some tanoim hold. That if a neder was made publicly the husband can still be made for it. So even in Sheita's Reb Nachman, according to those Tanoim, if she makes a nether married, Barabam, the husband still has a karek to be made for it and that will not, therefore she cannot use that to collect her ksuba. She has no credence. And the nether doesn't hold any weight because her new husband can be made for it. But the other Tanoim will hold that The husband cannot be made for it if she says it makes her nether berabim. That's like Reb, Reb Nachman who says that it will carry weight. It's an unmaferable nether. And she'll be able to collect the ksuba. Now the Gemara asks, when a woman goes to be mater nether, does she have to say every detail in the nether or not? Rebbe Ahman says no. the Papa says yes. Rebbe Ahman says she doesn't need to say every little bit of the nether because if she spells out every little piece of her nether, she might leave out one or two pieces. And the Chacham, who's being mater the nether, will only be mater the parts that she remembers to specify. Therefore, better to leave it vague and the Chacham will be mater the entire thing. But if Papa says, no, she has to say every nuance of her neder because you can have a case of being mater Isurim where this woman, like in our case, she made a neder to allow her to collect aksuba if she doesn't specify those details. The Chacham may be matering a neder which he doesn't understand what is being mater. He's letting her take aksuba which perhaps she already collected from the assignment. Therefore, Ruf Papa says she better specify every detail in her nether when being monitored by the Chochum. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.